0: Uh, gonna check in on a story that's been developing over the past few days, and there's a deadline looming here. Um, you might remember we talked about before last July, the United Nations and Turkey came together to help broker a deal between Russia and Ukraine to ensure that you can, Ukrainian grain could be safely exported out of that region, even as the war raged on. Right. Um, and the reason was pretty simple. Um, a number of international agencies, the UN had all come out and said, listen, we're facing a global food crisis here. If we can't get grain exports out of Ukraine, it's going to be disastrous for a lot of different places around the world so they sat down they came up with the deal and grain exports started to flow again this was in july in the deal expired in november they sat down they renewed it they extended it yet again so the next deadline happens this weekend saturday i believe and the pressure now is on to try and get this deal extended so is that going to happen let's find out we're going to chat with balkan devlin senior fellow at the mcdonald laurie institute and adjunct research professor at norman patterson school of international affairs at carlton uh balkan thank you so much for joining us i appreciate your time Uh, Thanks for having me. So we have this deal that's set to expire, as I say, this weekend, but Russia is saying they are interested in extending it with conditions, correct?
1: Yes. And uh, this is a tactic that they used back in November as well, Uh, even with the initial signing of the deal back in July, right, like in 48 hours, they actually bombed all the support Mm-hmm. Uh, where the most of the grain will be getting out, so this is nothing new with the Russians uh, engaging in such tactics. The difference here today is that by agreement, the deal was supposed to be renewed one hundred and twenty days, and the Russians are now wanted to do that for sixty days and I would see that as a sort of a strong arming tactic um, to uh, to force concessions and to force uh, Ukraine. Uh, to renegotiate some of the terms.
0: Yeah, you, exactly. Uh, the, the the framework, the way that this deal was built is it runs for 120 days, renegotiate, we extend it for another 120 days, on it goes. Um, and now they're saying 60 days. So um, leverage, you say, strong-arming, what is it that they're after? Why are they saying, okay, we're only going to do it 60 days, unless, what are they looking for? Uh, a few things. What they uh, claim is that uh, sanctions, Western sanctions
1: against Russia, uh, particularly on their, you know, uh, insurance industries, payment systems, and and, and brokerage uh, systems, shipping, etc., are really sort of hurting Russians. So they try to use that as an excuse uh, to uh, try to get relief from that. Now, uh, let let's be very clear: the agricultural exports from Russia are not sanctioned. Uh, the Russians would try to sort of portray this as the West. Putting sanctions on uh, on Russian wheat, on Russian grain, that is not true. That is that is possible to ship them. Uh, what what they are trying to uh, find ways is to go around the sanctions on Russian companies, uh, on things like shipping, on things like insurance, on because it, because of the sanctions, it's very hard for them, say for example, to get the insurance for their oil tankers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So they try to find ways, use this as a leverage to get relief from that, and at the same time, try to engage in propaganda by saying that, look, this makes it you know, impossible uh, for us to, uh, to ship agricultural goods or, 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 or Ukrainian goods out there. So this is a, a way for them to frame the issue as such, while the source is not, is not, is not that
0: let me ask you about that because you're right i mean the russian negotiator is saying we know okay you're not directly sanctioning uh, russian agricultural products however because of this sanction and that sanction it does have an effect on what we're trying to do and they talk about fertilizer and fuel and all this sort of stuff um do they not have i mean we know that there are issues with different sanctions uh are they not having an effect on i mean does russia not have a leg to stand on here
1: uh, not much. I mean, okay. the primary reason why this this deal is, is happening is, is forced upon is because the naval blockade um, and, and the threats by Russia in the Black Sea. I mean, it, if they want those um, ships uh, to go and, and, and their own uh, grain to be shipped without any issues, they could actually stop blockading Ukrainian ports um, and making Black Sea a dangerous place for other uh, shipping companies to operate. When there is a war going on and when there is a possibility of of a naval uh, you know uh, uh, warfare or, or or attack or accident, of course uh, other companies don't want to uh, go and invest and, and and engage activities in that region. But it is exactly due to the Russian actions that these are happening. So it's like you know uh, a, a burglar coming in your house and you know, breaking things and stealing stuff and then drop some stuff as as the way out and then claim that, well, that was mine, I, I, I was getting away with it, could you, could you give that back to me, mm-hmm. uh, you're not allowing me to do it. Um, it is the exact
0: um, same situation. Now, the deal, as we say, expires on Saturday. Um, will, will there be a new deal, do you think? Is, is Russian going, going to posture as much as they can, push as much as they can, but ultimately things will get settled this weekend, or is there a possibility we don't get a deal here? It's hard to say. I mean, it's hard to say
1: because it is also for them as a way to talk to the global South, people uh, in in North Africa, in Sub-Saharan Africa, in the Middle East, who are dependent on Russian and and Ukrainian grain uh, to feed their their people. So it depends on what their primary aim is. Is, is, Are they trying to get to those people and try to convince them to put pressure uh, on on the West, for example? Or is this another tactic that the Russians try to uh, prod for weaknesses? And, and see if, if it works, just to you know, remind that Lenin's famous dictum uh, that you know they they crawl by bayonets if they see flesh, they go through if they meet still they uh, they withdraw, and this is precisely the Russian tactic uh, right now
0: um just before I let you go, how has that deal been operating since it was originally signed back in July, like you say immediately after it was signed, we know there were all kinds of issues in the Black Sea. has it been honored? Have exports been freely flowing out of Ukraine uh, since last July following that initial unrest?
1: Uh, there has been issues because the Russians are also
0: delaying
1: uh, through the inspection. There's an inspe- inspection mechanism uh, for those uh, cargoes uh, to get out. I don't, I don't have the exact figures, but I think it is not operating in, um, in, in full capacity. It was at least in the fall somewhere around 60% capacity where it can be done. But it is getting out uh, but not to the extent that it could, completely free and, and without any hassle, and of course it, it leads to a bunch of uh, bunch of issues uh, mm-hmm. in, in the Middle North Africa. And this is an actually interesting to point to point out that that, that makes you know, Canadian agricultural experts much more
0: important in, uh, in feeding the world um, because of the, the things that are going on in the Black Sea. Excellent analysis, Belkin, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate your time.